Time now for Hot Takes of Toast. Brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. At Jerry Seiner Cadillac, you can shop your way and get a piece of luxury you deserve. Stop by and test drive one today. Question of the morning, are you happy with the comeback or mad at the loss? A bizarro, extraordinary game. Wouldn't be surprised if some of you actually turned it off. 18 points with about 8 minutes to go in the game. But the Jazz rallied and retook the lead. So happy with the comeback or mad at the loss? PK, I think both things can be true. A lot of people are probably going to tell us both. But if you got to go more one than the other, then it's got to be mad at the loss. I agree. Thanks for coming to the show, everybody. Have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow. Is everybody on board with that? I don't know. Steve says happy with a comeback. Very respectful in my eyes. Through my eyes. Is that where we're at, though? This team is fighting for respectability? No. Scott, it was fun. I turned it off. But I did come back for the rally. It was on the third game in four nights, and they looked tired. Would have liked a foul call down the stretch, but oh well. I hope they get the next three. Me too. Tony, mad at the loss. I know these guys are running on fumes at this point, but the intensity was non-existent in the third quarter. Spacing was an issue. Forrest can't shoot, so when he's in, the defender collapses, messes up the spacing. Let's get this week over and get Conley and Mitchell ready. Well, this week will get over. I promise you that will happen. Will Conley and Mitchell be ready? I don't know that. Yep. What are we, 13 games for Mitchell and eight games for Conley? It's been a long run here. It is. Yeah. Uh, so, and obviously the eight games that Conley's been out, Mitchell's also been out, so they've played eight games without those guys. Uh, 13 without Mitchell. Conley played... I guess he must have played five games then. They were saying last night this is Conley's eighth game. I didn't count it up. I take their word for it because they're almost always, if not always, dead on when they put out stats like that. They do their homework. So all the people who are involved in the broadcast, so I 100% believe them. So it is a little bit of a stretch here. And so, yeah, I want them back too. I mean, everybody wants them back. Bogdanovich scoring all those points. He said, I want them back as soon as possible. I think that was a literal quote, (laughs) is uh, something along those lines. If not literal, then paraphrasing the exact meaning of what he said. So that's something that is there, too. But, you know, the Warriors now play the Suns tonight. So uh, we'll see if they can continue their little run there that that they're on. They've, They've been on a decent run with this team and, and Curry leading the way with his sensational shooting that he has. You know, he's he's so very dynamic. But the game was there to be had. And, yeah, it was a stunning comeback, and that's great. Uh, it's frustrating that they couldn't close the deal there. It was there for the taking at the end, but couldn't score in the last three possessions and couldn't get an offensive rebound, or, excuse me, a defensive rebound when they really need it, and that gave Steph Curry a second shot. So I think that is the, uh, the overwhelming thing. I mean, the final score is usually, I think, the overwhelming thing. So, JC was awesome, Dave says, except for that brick at the end. Now, the third possession uh, at the end of the game, the third to last one, really bothered me because it seemed like they were content to just have him dribble, 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 and jack it up. 
And then earlier, if I want to nitpick a little bit, when he gets stuck down below, try to get it back out rather than see if you can just do some awkward leaner uh, off-balance shot. Uh, probably not going to go in. You know, I've got no problem with him shooting his shots. But sometimes he drives and he gets stuck. And so I'll just shoot an off-balance and... I'd like to see him make a quicker decision to get the ball back out, and maybe somebody else has a better shot. Obviously, the shot clock's winding down, too. Um, those are split-second decisions. But I think they can they can get better at that, and, and Quinn Snyder is talking about the season to use to get better, using film work on that. And so and, and there's really nothing that happened in that game that I didn't think was correctable and they can't improve upon, so that's good. But it could be a... A devastating loss, and I can't say they use their mulligan because if Phoenix loses tonight, then they lost their mulligan that they had available on Monday, but now they got one again on Tuesday. And we're just going to have to wait till we get to Sunday to see uh, where everybody stands on that. Uh, so I don't know that they need to win any more games. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Back don't into it, huh? Everybody collapses down the stretch. It well, but, but, I mean, it's probably not going to happen, but I'm not going to make definitive statements. They've used their mulligan, and I know you two like to use that, but you're both wrong for using it because you don't know that. And uh, I don't know what Phoenix is going to do. I don't know that the Jazz need to win all three of their games. I, 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 I don't know that. So I probably won't know it until Sunday. More people weighing in on this. Uh... And the Jazz, should they have uh, – are you, are you happy with the comeback or mad at the loss? Should they have pulled this game out? Jason says it's frustrating when it comes down to critical plays down the stretch, and there were so many second-chance points for the Warriors. Great comeback. If the Jazz fall to the second seed, then I'll be mad at this loss. He's delaying judgment. Put it on hold. Well – if they fall to the second seed, that means there's more losses to come. So what loss are you going to be mad at versus this loss versus that loss? All of them. He's cataloging them. But he singled out this one. Right. And you would think that if they lose to Oklahoma City, you would be madder at that loss because Oklahoma City has barely beaten anybody the last couple months. Yeah. Or the Minnesota ones. I mean, where does it end on that? Yeah, I go with what you just said, all of them. If it comes down to a single a single game or you're tied in the standings, which would be a single game because Phoenix has the tiebreaker on that one. So, But I think that you did give Phoenix a little bit of a new lease on life, if you can say that, and that's probably too strong. But it did give them a, maybe a little bit of a jolt if they needed it that uh, it's more realistic this morning than it was this time yesterday, that you still have an opportunity to finish with the number one seed. We'll see what they do, if they can capitalize, and if they can put the pressure on. But uh, from the Jazz perspective, they need the Warriors to repeat what they did. And, you know, Curry is very capable of repeating, because he only went 3 of 13 from 3, and 11 of 25. So it's not like... He had a great statistical shooting night percentage-wise, but I'm not sure if a Bazemore can score 19 and Poole can score 20. Those are the things that bother you, is those guys doing that. Is, is, uh, 
Is Poole going to throw something in from half court again? I mean, it turned out to be a three-point game, and, you know, if he doesn't make it, then everything's different, and who knows how people react and all that. But, you know, when you're looking at stuff that can be replicated, banking something uh, yeah, in but from You don't know court, that he needs that to, to do that. We're going to give him a half-court shot to win or lose the game. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that he's. they would need that. Stick around. Uh, coming up. I mean, Poole Clarkson had a great shot. Bogdanovich had a four-point play. So There's um, a lot of stuff that you wonder if it yeah. can be replicated. Yeah. I don't really get into that. The thing Curry can replicate. Plays. The thing Curry can replicate is getting to the line. And the 12 free throws is a lot of free throws to shoot, and he got them, and he made 11 of them, and that's a big deal. Because the yeah. other stuff is just kind of, you're right, it's the volume he's going to get, and he's going to get 36 points on 25 shots. But to get to 36, I don't know that he needs 12 free throws attempts. No, because your point, he was 3 of 13, and who's to say he doesn't go out and, you know, go 8 for 11 from 3 in the next game? He's very well capable of doing that, obviously. He's a prolific offensive player on that. So we'll just have to see what happens. But I'm not so concerned about what Phoenix does as opposed to what the Jazz do. You know, I always viewed tomorrow's game against Portland as being difficult, uh, irregardless of what happened last night. Portland's Portland's an extremely dangerous team. Uh, in any given game, uh, they're dangerous. Even even the Warriors, you know. And I put the fa- question up on Facebook too. Actually, they got way more response. You know, right now there's that's, a decent chance that you play the Warriors that's our in the next, first round. That's our next segment. Easy does it, PK. <laughs> I don't know that that's going to happen because things are changing almost day. Well, yeah, almost daily, if not daily. There's two reasons. I guess maybe there's three reasons you want the. Number one seed. One of them is because of the matchup you get against the number eight. Well, you don't know who that's going to be, so we put this over here because we can't really answer that question. Another reason is so you have home court advantage when one play two in the Western Conference Final. But in what we expect to be a crazy free Wayland playoff, there's no guarantee that either or both teams will be there. And if two's playing three or one's playing three or however it shakes out, then home court won't matter if one of these teams gets eliminated. So yeah, we'll get worked about that. So the other reason to want it is you want them to play well down the stretch. I think that's the overwhelming reason why. Well, you they want are it. six and two without Conley and Donovan Mitchell. So they are, despite the frustration of losing that game, and I get that because it was right there for the taking, but despite that frustration, six and two without those two guys, that's a pretty good stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they gotta finish it though. They do. They got three to go. Yeah, if it ends up being six and five without those two guys, obviously everyone will be screaming about the four-game losing streak and how could they lose yeah. to the Kings and how could they lose to the Thunder. So I get it's, you know, there's still a big chunk of you know to be written here with the rest of the season, even though it's only you know sixty-nine down and three to go. There's still a lot to be written, uh, and that's what is good. It, what is it really going to matter? I mean, it could matter a lot, but I can't guarantee that. I mean, it could come down to Game 7 between the Jazz and Suns in the Western Finals, and then you'll be really glad if you're the team that has home court in that situation. Mm, you'll be really, really glad if you win in that situation. <laughs> right. I mean, you could be really glad and lose, and then you're not so really glad. <laughs> They're 31-4 so, and four at home. So How did they even your seven? spiel in the Western Conference Final in the seventh game, you're really glad. Well, you don't know that. You got, just because you have it in your building, that just only means you have it in your building. It means nothing else beyond that. 
because uh, probably, we don't know that, but if we're going to be totally hypothetical here, then I could probably say that there's probably a decent chance that probably one of the teams, if not both of them, obviously would have had to have won on the other guy's floor. So the mystique of all that would be gone. Unless it went the rare time where you had six games divided evenly with the home team winning all three and three. That happens sometimes for sure, but my guess is, and I'm not going to look it up, but I'm guessing that it's rare that it happens. So for me, finishing one means you had the best team in the league because one most likely gives you best team overall in the league in the West gives you number one uh, throughout the league and it means you means these other guys what joe Ingles said last week these other guys that you uh, need to count on you may need to count on they will have had to play well because at that point i'm assuming conley and mitchell don't come back uh in these next three games so that means if they've played eight so they would have played 11 without them uh and if they were to they would have to win a couple more ball games and you tell me they're six and two without both these guys so they would be in the uh, what, uh, eight-win, nine-win category without them? That would be pretty good. And, and in order to do that, you need these other guys to play well or, and or, I should say, rather than just or, the main guys who are going to play when those two stars come back, they would have to play well, which obviously Bogdanovich has been doing. And Clarkson's been scoring. Now, Joe didn't have a great shooting game, uh, and neither did Niang, but generally over the course of this time. Those guys have played well, so their confidence should be going sky high. But I love this how, you know, we the Clarkson uh, let him back and he's a player and all. We don't talk about his plus minus was minus 17. We only bring that up when we needed Conley to make the all-star team. <laughs> that that was, he had the highest plus minus in the league. You know? at, at one point, uh, until Clarkson got hot, his plus minus was minus 29. I was looking at it. I don't necessarily believe in that stat anyway, but these other guys are going to have to play well. That's what it means to me, that rather than a hypothetical seventh game that I don't even know that they're going to win, hmm. uh, means to me what I do know is if they get the number one seed, that they played well as a team, and they played well when their starting backcourt went out, which says something to me. What does it say? I mean, it says that they would have had to play well. That's why I want them to have the number one seed as opposed to some hypothetical game that may or may not happen. If it happens, obviously I want them to have the home court. But even then, I don't know that they're going to win. Uh, I still want it, though. I think it's important. But I think the overriding concern or priority for me is that they will have have had to play well. And it all depends, you know. I mean, and I like the fact that there's three games left, and these three games mean something. We have a little bit of a pennant race here because uh, I think it would be awful for the league if the Lakers are in the finals and they finished in seventh place. (laughs) A regular season that already is questionable and the Lakers at seventh, yeah, it'd be bonus for the ratings, but for the competitive balance of the regular season, well, even beyond the competitive balance, just any meaning at all, right? There, that, the, there would be no competitive balance in the league. That's the whole point. The regular season means absolutely nothing. So why should I pay attention to it if the Lakers are in the finals? And I know we got a lot of NBA homers around here, but if the Lakers get in the finals, that's another reason to hate the Lakers because I think that's disgusting for the league. 
they can your two stars can sit out a combined more games than you actually played because they would be out combined the two of them I think if you add it up would be more than 72 games and if they get to the NBA finals then the regular season what did I'll, it mean yeah what I'll pay attention to it, it because mean? I have to but as far as the the competitive nature of it doesn't really mean anything. LeBron and AD have played 76 games this year. Now, some of those they've barely played any minutes in, you know, if you get hurt early and you leave the game. Uh, but 76 games played so far. So they've missed a lot of basketball. Out of 144? It will be 144. It's not there yeah. yet. But, yeah, so it must be 76 out of 138 or 136. And then they'll probably get where well, they got three or four more games. So it'll be and close AD to looks like he's going to yeah. play four. And then LeBron is supposed to be back here. Do they have three right. left or four? I don't know. I don't know. But I think yeah. you see, they said they come back tonight and all that stuff. It's against the Knicks and blah, blah, blah. They'll pump that game up because it's LeBron and it's about stars and driving TV and all that. I understand all that. It's a business. And they're in the business of making money, and good for them, as they should. But for the rest of us, if the Lakers get there, if you need it, and it's not like any of us need another reason to root against the Lakers, but if you needed one more, I think that's There it, it. is. Yeah. All right, we got more people weighing in. Uh, last night, you're happy with the rally. You're mad at the loss. Jeff says, I'm mad at these stats. Gobert, 10 points. Ingles, 5 points. Unacceptable, especially the lack of Ingles shots. I wrote a lot of this off to fatigue, PK. It's Saturday. They were talking about it, even though they won, which is actually, you know, it's always like your theory on Majerus. If you're going to complain about something, complain after you win. And he would complain about the conference tournament after he won it. I hate this thing. Well, he's not whining. He won it. Uh, Gobert and Ingles. So I wondered how much of that is just uh, the fatigue of all of this. Well, why not Niang then, too? Yeah, I have a hard time with that just because he hasn't played as many minutes this season. I get he's played bigger minutes, and maybe that's done it. You know, he's played bigger minutes. Yeah, but uh, if you played fewer minutes out. in December. Maybe you're not that, in the shape to handle the 24 in a game? Uh, I, I, I just don't know that if you played. F- that, that because you played fewer minutes in December, that's going to benefit you in May. I think the fact that you played a lot of minutes in April and May is going to take a toll in May. Uh, on that, I would have liked to have seen Gobert get more shots. Uh, see if they could find him a little bit more. Joe, you know, he's charged with a lot of responsibility there because he's running around on defense and he's literally the only proven ball handler that they have as far as a playmaker on the offensive end. So it's a little understandable there because he's got to expend so much energy doing so much other stuff. Uh, but I would. But the the words are really small, and I and I'm not a basketball guy, so uh, don't come at me and say, "Well, what you would have done." I'm not a coach. I'm I'm paid to second guess, not to coach and draw plays. Uh, I would have liked to have seen him get more opportunities against a smaller uh, offensive uh, or defensive lineup that, that the Warriors put out there. And then I gotta say, Oni for three. I don't want to hear that. Oh, for two from three. And I think that uh, we had someone earlier say people, you know, sagging off him. I mean, Steph Curry, you know, needing to rest and play. And they, they put him on Oni. He, he st- Oni's in the corner and Steph's two steps off him. The floor gets awfully crowded. Yeah, and it just, I don't even like the look of his shot. And it doesn't, I mean, what's going up, you can see, okay, that's got no chance. Yeah. 
Maybe they can get the rebound. But my guy, Matt Thomas, man, came in and gave him a spark. I like how Quinn went to Matt Thomas. I'm, I'm being serious. Try something, man. They were struggling at that point. They were struggling in the fourth yeah. quarter, and you're like, are you, how many minutes are you going to play these guys? So you get you give one player, one perimeter guy, a chance to sit. And Clarkson played 35 minutes, and Joe played 31. And in the four minutes, hit a shot and hit three or four at the line and gave him five points in four minutes when they were... Yeah, I mean, they were really taking yeah. on water there in the third quarter. They needed something to start the fourth. A if you couple look at my, of assists and a board. If you, look at my, that. if you look at my Twitter, I was wondering if, if Quinn was just going to pull everybody and say, this game's lost, which, you know, sounds ridiculous now that they came back. But You're a quitter. I was. And just, <laughs> just save all these guys' legs. They're gassed and try to get them ready to win the home game on Wednesday against Portland. You quitter. Quitter. <laughs> All right, coming up, PK alluded to it. The other question, it got a lot of reaction. The Warriors beat the Jazz again at home. Should they meet up in the playoffs as the 1-8 seed? What's your level of concern? We will get to that next. Stay with us.